Show me your calendar, and I'll tell you how much money you make. This is a quote that I heard from Alex Hermosi. I'm probably paraphrasing, it might not be perfectly accurate, but it's something that really opened my eyes. And I am not uh, at the point where I want to be in life and business and my passions and my pursuits. I am content, but not satisfied where I'm at. And that's perfectly fine. And at 24, that makes sense, right? So what I do is I try to learn from people who are 10 or 100 times more, quote unquote, successful. And we can go into the definition of that, but I'm not here to get into the semantics. Um, I try to learn from these people, right? And so when you have a statement like this, show me your calendar and I'll tell you how much money you make, it's whether it's true or not, it's just important and it's a mindset shift. Throughout this episode, um, I'm going to uncover a few things that I've learned from working with not only millionaires, but decamillionaires, working for people who have um, built empires, right? And uh, working with them and also observing them. Um, so by the end, you're especially if you're in a nine to five, um, this is going to be beneficial because it's just going to uncover a few things that um, the ultra successful do that for me personally have changed my mindset um, and ultimately my life, right? So the first one that we can touch on today is really um, the detriment, right? What I'm talking about is what holds us back. So I'm going to talk about what, what holds nine to fivers back and what holds business owners back. And I'm just going to use these super broad terms. There's nine to fivers who make millions of dollars a year. There's business owners who make 10,000 a year, right? Um, we can't really classify them that way, but we can classify them based on their occupations and that makes it easier. So I'll continue. I think the problem with having a job, like a full-time job, is really the reliance on that one thing because nothing is guaranteed, right? But I truly do think, even if you're working a job, and I have a job, by the way, just not full-time. Um, it's more supplemental income than it is um, my full-time thing, so I'm still employed. I'm super you know, candid about everything that I do, about the money that I make. Um, I talk about this a lot more so on LinkedIn than anywhere else, but um, I'm very open about that. But back to it, I think that that reliance um, is, it's, it's nice, right? But at the same time, it is a reliance. And meaning you need to hope that these other people are doing their jobs to keep your job secure. And that's just the reality, right? Then you have the entrepreneur business owner side of things where I would say there's much more risk. There's also risk in a job, right? Because you're relying. But on the business owner entrepreneur side, there's a lot of risk. And these people are very risk tolerant, right? But that's not to say there's not things that get them caught up. There's many. 
the nine to five slash the reliance, I think a lot of it, um, what stops people from growth who are consumed 40 hours a week um, by that job is really spending, right? Because most of the time, um, not sure, I can't judge your income if you're listening, but a lot of times when you have a consistent job and a consistent paycheck, you're getting in to a habit with money. And so you're living a lifestyle that probably matches your income. And so this creates a problem, right? This creates overspending. This creates debt. This creates credit issues, right? Um, this creates um, basically spending money on liabilities. So if a somebody with a two people with a job, husband and wife say, go and purchase a house, they're not looking at that as a business opportunity. They're looking at that as a maybe a first home or, or, or a family home. Say an entrepreneur, business owner, especially a real estate investor, somebody like that, they're going to look at it in a different light. They're going to say, how can I, is this going to be a liability for me or is this going to be an opportunity, right? Is this going to be an asset? So I think that's a good um, kind of delineation there in mindset, right? And so we're nine to fivers and people with jobs. And I'm speaking from my personal experience here, everybody. <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, this is what got me caught up um, as well at times is spending, right? And I really don't have a big problem with this. I'm really like an underspender. And I try, I spend a lot of money on things that I really love. And, and it's typically a few things, right? For me, it's mostly equipment and cars. Um, I love cars. I'm, I'm, I've always been into cars and motorcycles and things like that. That's something that I really love. Sometimes I make money from it. Sometimes I don't, but I spend money on that. So, um, the nine to five mindset has you kind of entering this lifestyle of debt and, you know, spending money on things that you don't have, right? Buying a $500,000 house when you don't have $500,000 and that's completely fine. Most people do it. So, but that's what I'm saying is I think people mostly create a lifestyle that matches their income and that is going to put you behind even if you're not in the negatives every month because the if you constantly match your lifestyle to your income as your income increases you have no chance to get ahead and one thing that great business owners do is they will position themselves so they're wildly ahead what does that look like? How does that benefit you in reality? Well, that helps you because when you have $50,000, $100,000, $150,000 in the bank and you know you can make payroll for the next six months if shit hits the fan right now, that allows you to make decisions not in a place of scarcity. It, makes, it allows you to make decisions in a place of abundance. And you'll grossly underestimate the efficiency of your decision making and its correlation to your comfortability and security in the moment. So the more ahead you are, the farther, the more money you have in the bank, the farther ahead you can see, thus the better decisions you're going to make. And it's not the fact of making a bad investment or a good investment. It's the fact of making an investment or not making one at all. It's buying a three-family house versus buying the family home, buying an asset versus buying a liability. And I'm not a real estate investor. I'm not here to go into that. It's just a good example. 
It's also a good example for anybody who has a full-time job. I know many people with full-time jobs who have like an entire real estate business on the side, um, right? So they get that mindset. But um, I just think that the matching, you should try to probably, if you want to get ahead, this is what I'm trying to do right now. My biggest contract that I've ever signed was probably like four thousand to t five to ten thousand, right? Maybe like seven grand, somewhere around there. I just sent out a proposal for a thirty-two thousand dollar contract. Now I don't know if I'm gonna get it. This one particularly, I will get them, right? As I continue on in business, it's going to happen. Um, but I'm positioning this way now so we can get ahead look further into the future, and then make better decisions, right? So just to give you an example, I'm literally changing my business so that I can create offerings that are more long-term focused so I can attract people who want to win long-term so then I can make better long-term decisions and have a more sustainable business. And you can just copy this into life. Meaning... Why don't you try to get ahead if you're not ahead? If you're ahead right now and you got three houses and, you know, your IRAs dialed in and you're making passive income from index funds because you read Money Master the Game, hey, you're probably you're in a better spot than me right now. <laughs> so maybe this isn't the podcast for you. But if you're like me and you were working a regular job and you were a mechanic or, you know, a landscaper or worked at, you know, every side job and, and that you could possibly handle um if you learned if you were like me you learn you didn't learn a money making mindset you didn't learn a, a revenue generating mindset or a leverage mindset or a multiples mindset you didn't look at how do i make a dollar turn a dollar into two and turn that two into four nobody was talking about that it was just work you just got to work right so this is me in talking about this on the podcast um, and in life, really, um, this is me moving in the direction of getting ahead. And that's what 2023 is for me. And that's what 2023 can be for you. If you're listening to this, if you got through, you know, this six or seven minutes already, you're in a great spot because you're learning and you're willing to take time to invest in yourself. And that leads me to the second point. People who are relying on the job and really getting in these ruts of comfortability, um, they need to rely, right? Um, they continue to develop and reinforce that initial mindset of work, 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 right? So what you have to do is you have to find points of leverage. A perfect example is billionaires who appear on podcasts. A billionaire who appears on a podcast, that podcaster has something that that billionaire doesn't have, which is an audience. That audience is leverage. Believe it or not, money doesn't get you everything, right? And so you can have all the money, but you might not have the leverage that you want or you need. And so money is not the goal Leverage is the goal. What leverage creates is demand. And how demand works is you, <laughs> you want to have more people that want to work with you than you can even handle, right? 
And that's something that you can create in your job if you're in a job right now. You can be more in demand. So the way to level up in a job is to not, not to necessarily climb the rungs in the ranks, though it will present like this. You're really trying to see and understand what the person of, ahead of you is doing. Not so you can become the CEO, but so you can learn. It comes from a place of self-education and that mobility throughout the company or in a broader context throughout life, that's what's going to allow you to mobilize. That's what's going to allow you to increase is because you become more in demand because you have more leverage because you have more skills or knowledge and you can execute. So if you never level up, you can't move up in your job. If you don't increase your performance and your outcome, you can't level up in your job. Because unless you're working for the government or an SGO or something like that or a nonprofit, your, your job is a business and your job needs to make more money. The people that make the most money in a business are the people that make the business the most money. So you can do this. This is why this applies to business owners and nine to five and people with side jobs and freelancers and Uber drivers. It applies to everything because as an Uber driver, you only have as much leverage as you have hours in the day to drive, right? And so there aren't many multiples that you can apply. And what I mean by multiples is that how can you put in five times the effort and get 25 times the result? If, if you're getting paid for your time, you're capped, right? That's why you have to create leverage because leverage is not bound to time. Leverage is not bound to our human output, our human action. And so I don't want to go too far off down this kind of point and <laughs> rabbit hole of leverage. Um, I do want to touch on a couple of other things in this episode. Um, but those are just some thoughts that I've been having since I have been learning about what the people who are what Bedros Koulian, the entrepreneur, what he would consider people that are a 2.0 version of themselves. I want to know what these people are doing. I'm not saying I'm going to implement it tomorrow. I'm not saying I'm going to change my life tomorrow. I just want to know. So if, you've, if you're listening to this and watching this, you already want to know. Great. You're in a really good spot. And my goal is not to have you change your situation. It's to put you in the best situation for you. Because I was in a position where I was doing a job I was good at. And honestly, I was doing a job that I loved. But I actually found a job that I was better at, a job that I loved more, a job that pays me more, a job that allows me to help more people. All of this by building up my skills and creating leverage. I did it through YouTube. I literally did it through mentors, downloading software, and and sitting there for hours after work, before work, weekends, etc. Had no girlfriend at this time. Had really no responsibilities. I would just sit and learn skills. Sit and learn skills. So whether you're in the job, whether you're in the business, if you're not making more money in your business, you're not making other people more money then. If you're not leveling up in your job, you're not creating more leverage for yourself, right? And so to cap this off, um, you know, really something that, gets in the way when we're trying to do this is emotions, right? 
if I just say money, if I just say the word money, right? There's emotion to that. There's whatever trauma you might have or opinions your parents had about money or anything in your life or, you know, when you were broke or if you're in debt or whatever, money, it just has these emotions tied to it. And that could be a reason why you're not making more. I think it was a reason why I wasn't making more. So you got to tackle those emotions. You got to tackle those emotions. How do you do it? It's fucking hard, man. (laughs) It's hard for me, right? But I'll tell you what works for me, right? A lot of this, I'm really not trying to preach here. I'm really not trying to give you a step-by-step guide. I'm just talking openly. What works for me is saying, how do I be the bigger person in this scenario? So when my client comes with an unreasonable demand, guess whose opinion that is that it's unreasonable? Mine. To them, it's not unreasonable. They wouldn't have demanded me to do something that's unreasonable. And even if they did, I can't control that. So now I have to think, what would somebody advise me to do if they were listening to me explain the situation later on or in a hypothetical? What would they advise me to do? That's the mindset that I have to get in. And so those emotions will stop you from creating leverage, creating demand, building your skills, you know, doing anything. Um, And hey, we all have them. They're super hard to handle because most of us, just like money, we're not taught emotions at all. And if we were, it wasn't from people who had a great handle or grasp on their emotions. So I hope that this meandering (laughs) episode uh, has been valuable uh, to you. And I'm just going to leave you with a couple notes here before we slide out and I leave you to your life. So a few notes. Cheat codes, I'll leave the cheat codes for the end. If you want to accelerate all of this, Hire or find a coach. Get the cheapest coach you can find online. Who cares if they're 10 bucks an hour? It's going to be better than nobody. People are the answer to leveling up. If you don't realize that now, you'll realize it later. Whenever you want to realize it, it's up to you. Number two, be insanely valuable. Be undeniably valuable. And leverage up your, use, create leverage by honing more skills and being more in demand. And then three, act like you're a business. Act like if you're in a job, act like you're the boss. Act like you were about to make that decision, right? And when you function in that lens, you become more valuable because not everybody thinks like that. So I really appreciate it. Um, Sitting down today, doing something a little bit different, a little uncomfortable for me. Um, had a rough game plan here going in, but really just want to talk openly on these solo episodes. Um, this is what I'm focusing on lately. This is how I'm trying to level up. And, uh, if you would like, um, I listen to many podcasts, I read books on this stuff, uh, YouTube channels. Let me know if you want any recommendations. I can include that in an episode. Um, appreciate you diving in today and leveling up your life as I'm trying to do the same. Um, I'm just a regular dude (laughs) who uh, makes podcasts, man. So really appreciate you tuning in and uh, make sure to catch that video version on YouTube. If you're on the audio side, we appreciate you there too. And shout out to the team at Podcast Principles for making this podcast a reality. Um, Yeah, keep improving your life. All right. 
catch you in the next one.